You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to our show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This is the Critical Mass Radio Show, broadcasting and streaming live on octalkradio.net. And oh, do we have a great show for you today. Our featured guest is Reba Lasansky. She is CEO and founder of Grow Biz Media. And before I get to her, I just want to let you know this show is brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, Teen Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and last but not least, UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs who are running middle market firms, to improve your decision making skills. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. And on your favorite podcasting software, type in Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll be able to get our weekly updates of our live interviews. Finally, don't miss our YouTube channel, Richard Franzi. Reva, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's really, I've been excited to have you here for some yeah. time. Let's get right into it by talking about you. Tell me a little bit about your professional background, Reva. Well, you know, it, it seems because I'm so old that it should take a long time, but it doesn't. I came to California like 37 years ago, right before my money was going to run out and have to go back to New York. I got a job at Entrepreneur Magazine only back then in 1978. Nobody knew what an entrepreneur was or okay. cared. So that was originally a local publication? No, it or? was it was I don't it was a membership okay. publication. Okay. So they would it was it cost a lot of money to get and basically the magazine served almost as a catalog to sell start a business guide. So oh. yes, and the magazine had just <laughs> it had started a couple years earlier and had a different name, but that name was taken okay. and they had to change it and the owner at the time, the founder, came up with the name Entrepreneur. Still, nobody knew what that was for a long time, actually, right. um, after I got there. And so I worked there, actually, most of, of my career. And about seven and a half years ago, said, wait, I'm writing about this? Why aren't I living this? And wow. took some of my editors and left and started my own um, content company. That's outstanding. Good. Yeah, yeah you, you had enough life lessons and, <laughs> and articles written, right? You should yeah. know how to do it, huh? Yeah. You must have seen quite an evolution of the of the entrepreneurial space during your time at the magazine. It was it was truly amazing. Like I said, when I got there in 78, seriously, nobody knew what that was. Um, when I went for the interview, because I, I answered an ad, actually, in the LA Times, <laughs> I didn't know what the word was, and I had a dictionary, and it was not in that dictionary. You know, this is pre-cell phones. So I lived over in the Valley, and the magazine was in Santa Monica, and I told my friends, this is the address where I'm going. I don't know what this is. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm not back in two and a half hours please come look for me like because i had no clue and then it turned out it just meant it was kind of another word for small business owner i think a different mindset and i grew up in that kind of family my dad my grandfathers my uncles all owned their own businesses so i was like oh i could do this job and i got hired on the spot on the spot on this isn't that that amazing how life happens that way right yeah Yeah, you answer right it's synchronicities all right we're talking with reva lasansky she's ceo and founder of grows grow biz media so tell me about grow biz media then so Grope is we started, like I said, about seven and a half years ago, and what where it's me and and two of my old editors from the magazine, and we create content. We create content for sort of the big marketers who are trying to aim at the small business market, like AT and T and HP and Dell Computers and uh, Web dot com. We we 
create their small business website. And then for some smaller companies also trying to get into the market, like Nextiva and Fundera and Funbox. And then we write for the 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 major websites that uh, address the market, like Small uh-huh. Biz Trends and AllBusiness.com. So basically, what we do is still all about small business and entrepreneurship. We just do it for a lot of people. And of course, we have our own website, SmallBizDaily.com. So why do these companies need your service? Well, I think it's several reasons. One, going back to the fact that I probably, as a journalist, been in the space, I think, longer than anybody else. I mean, I don't know that anybody else can say they started at an entrepreneurial publication back in 1978. You know, like I said, nobody knew what that was. So that's one thing. And I think the other thing is it's kind of that if we tell you something, you're not going to believe us because – we're telling you and you, you know we're a marketer and you think we're going to push our own stuff right. if somebody else tells you a credible third party and the thing that's important to remember they don't hire me to write about their stuff i'm not sitting there you know talking about oh isn't at&t a great phone company right. or not aren't these data plans outrageously Ex- beneficial yeah, for small business i don't yeah. do that they okay. hire me to talk about small business challenges and problems that have nothing to do with phones. Oh, really? Right. So it's just to, I think what they're trying to do is say to all the business owners out there, we want to support you. We're, you know, it's not just about us selling you product. It's about helping your business start, scale, and grow. And so they hire people like me to help get that message across. So are they also looking to build some level of brand loyalty or or relationship then with the small business owners too? I mean, I I would think you're you're training them to come to this site to get knowledge. Yes, I think they are. I, I, I call the model, the, the big model for this goes back to the, the late 90s um, with American Express. So the mm. 90s was just an amazing time for entrepreneurs. Like you said, I, I've got to have this seat. And I think, you know, there were times where I probably crossed the journalism line and was really an advocate for small business. But in the 90s, it was all happening. You know, coming out of the recession of the late 80s, there was just so much energy. This is pre-dot-com even, so much energy going on in the entrepreneurial movement that was bringing in people who previously hadn't been in there, women and minorities. So there was just a lot of stuff going on. And so at the end of the 90s, after now, the dot-com, the dot-com is booming. Right. So around 98, 97, American Express had spent all those years marketing themselves as the exclusive card, right? So, and all, all these small business owners, nobody was applying for the card. They all had MasterCards and Visas. And Amex looked and had basically zero share of the small business market. So they put out an RFP. We won the RFP. And I did a two-and-a-half-year program with them where I recorded one-minute um, success secrets on for the radio. We were on uh, K-Earth um, in, in the L.A. Metro. Sure. And so, but their marching orders to me were, we don't want you to talk about money. It's not about, you know, having people think, oh, we need to use their credit card. We want you to talk about marketing and employees and, and all the other things because we want to be a friend to entrepreneurs. We want them to realize that they can rely on us even when we're not trying to sell them something. And I think that's the model, and wow. I think that model is still in place today. Do, do you think, I'm uh, talking with Reva Lasansky, do you think that was the early incarnation of content marketing then? Yes. And I think nobody identified, you know how it's like, it's like, ooh, here's a new phrase. Yeah. Nobody identified it, but really it was that's, content marketing that's what back you described, in, yes, right? exactly. Right. It was a third party. It was, I can't remember the intro, but um, Amex was hard. They, they had like, you know, a 10 second, you know, brought to you by American Express and that was it. But it was, people heard that. 
Amex was kind of investing in right. helping them start businesses. And I don't know the time frame, but there was supposed to be like a six-month pilot. Like I said, it was like two and a half years. And over that time, their share of market in the credit card market went to like over 55%. Wow. So yeah, what a it great worked. Story. Was that did that is that the precursor to maybe to their open form? Yes, it wasn't open back then. Right, it wasn't technology to do what they're doing now, right? No, right. But it, they they moved it into a much more ro- right. I mean, a, a very robust site. Exactly. I think you know they're they're a company, even though they're and I think a, there's more big companies today that kind of think entrepreneurially so it's not just like okay here's this thing and it's working so we're going to keep it here it's it's constantly iterating and like what can we do now what can we oh look we have all this new technology how can we how can we serve people how can we help them we all know that small business owners spend a ton of money as a class as a class but there are like a thousand little cats in a good way exactly and and startups i mean when do you get stuff when you start like oh i need a new computer (laughs) Oh, I need new right, software. Right. Uh, oh, I don't have a printer. I you love know? a desk. Exactly. I don't have a desk. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's a lot of money being spent, and I think it took a long time for a lot of the marketers to realize there's a lot of power in that small business in that small business movement. Well, you know, I think when we come back, if you're comfortable, Reva, I'd like to talk a little bit about how your firm is not only helping these large multinationals, but also other firms to reach with content their community and build loyalty, okay? Oh, yeah. Great. Okay, great. We're going to take our first break and only break here on uh, Critical Mass Radio Show today. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back with Reva after these words from our sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Are you looking for your successor? Someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires, and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success. 562-627-3800 or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours. Award-winning photographer David Moyle has more than 16 years of experience creating unique and riveting photography for his clients. Whether your business is an international corporation or a small business, David Moyle's photography can make you stand out. Visit www.davidmoyle.com or call 714-272-2284. 
And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Reva Lasansky is our guest. She's CEO and founder of Grow Biz Media. Before we rejoin the conversation, I just want to remind you that all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guests' websites whose company has had their CEO on our show, and they've put the interview on their well homepage or in the media or someplace on the company's website, as well as various other business-oriented podcasting services. Each month, we have several thousand downloads of our podcast, and I'd like to return to Reva. You know, I said before the break, I'd like to kind of bring it back to small business. Middle market company CEOs listen to the radio show, so... Can you share from your experience how important it is for small companies to publish content in order to kind of what we talked about the large companies doing, attract a community, not just a client, but a community member? Yeah. So content today, because it's always been important, but it's even more important today because of Google. Google has come up with part of their algorithm, you know, the secret algorithm, that they want people to have content on their website, so businesses. So the way to put content on your website is to have a blog on your website, not a separate blog, but a blog on your website. You're busy running your business. You don't have time to sit there and write a blog. So a lot of companies hire out to provide the content, like they hire freelancers or an employee who generates the content. So content has become really important because it attracts the spiders. So if you have content, you're going to organically rise in the search engines, even if you don't use AdWords or Google Words or do any kind of SEO. Organically, you're just going to come in because the spider knows you're there. That's number one. But number two, it's important to have content because you want to not be seen as selling but as educating and informing your customers and clients if they think you're just going to sell they're only going to come to you when they need something and it has to be you know and then you're going to be oh wait you have to be top of mind because there's several other places or several million other places where they can get it that's too hard to do so if you have content where people start coming to you because they're going to learn something that may or may not have anything to do with something that you're selling then all of a sudden, you are top of mind. So they're on your site because they came to read about something and then, oh, wow, I need A, and it happens to be what you're selling, and then you're going to become their, their preferred business partner, in a sense. Reba, it sounds like you're you're suggesting that all companies need to be considering themselves a publishing company. I, yeah, I think publishing, you know, people say publishing is dead. I think traditional old forms of publishing are dead, but I think publishing has a very long life because basically publishing is just disseminating of information, right? right? That's right. all it is. And so everybody wants to learn. And, and it's becoming with technology, more people want the kind of information that they want. Exactly. Because you can, you know, just look at the small business market as a whole. There, you know, depending on whose numbers you believe, 28 million, 13 million, you know, the government says there's about 8 million people with employees in this country. So just whatever segment of that that you want, everybody has different needs. So you can't go out to the market and say, here's the ultimate small business or entrepreneurial kit of information because somebody might really know marketing but need financial help or vice versa. So if you can be the person that says, hey, did you know Google changed their algorithm in April about mobile? Is your site mobile? It's Even if you're not a mobile site, they are going to be forever grateful to you if you're the place that told them that you better have a mobile website because Google changed things on April 21st. Interesting, because I think that small entrepreneurs and small business owners are so busy running the business that it's hard for them to find stuff that they need to know. And 
the person or the organization that delivers them information that is actually beneficial to them, yes. they really become they, they really appreciate it. Yes, because it saves them time. It saves them time, and that's why I think social media is really important. Because I think social media is the way that people people don't really go to websites anymore. They're not a lot of destination like oh, I'm going to start my morning by going to the New York Times. Right. They're they're looking at their Facebook feed or their Twitter feed. How they've segregated it, right? So they've chosen the the outlets that they want to read. They've chosen the reporters that they trust and like. And that person is in one of their feeds and is sending them the information. They go, oh, that sounds really interesting. I'm going to click and go to that article. And that's why one of the things I, I think, you know, where all the news about Twitter, I think the, the world doesn't understand how people, I don't think Twitter understands how people use Twitter. And that's really important. But it's a matter of that's kind of like your table of contents. Yes. And then people then can delve into the, the meat right. of, of the information by going from the social media to your site. I knew we were an early indication that things were going in this direction is when I heard an interview with a New York Times reporter who was a correspondent who said, if you really want to find breaking news, follow the reporters who are on site that you're interested in because I can break news faster through my social media channels yes. than I can get it through the New York Times. Yes. I thought, wow, here's an employee, right, yes. of that institution going, eh, you don't have to buy my mag, my paper here. I'll tell you what you need to know directly. Yeah. You know what? It happened just a couple of weeks ago. I was, I, I always have my, my tweet deck and Hootsuite pages open and I happened to be there because I was going to post something and I saw something about um, nine people killed in in South Carolina, and we had the TV on. We had, um, one, I think, CNN on. And I said to my husband, I said, um, "Turn that." We had it on mute. I said, "Turn it up." Breaking news is about to happen. Nine people got shot in South Carolina, and sure enough, Twitter had it first. Wow, yeah, Reva, this is great. How does a, a small business, a medium sized business, how do they? Can they work with a company like yours, or or what would you recommend they do if they say, yeah, I'd like to do this, but you know what, I'm I don't have time to be the curator of all this and and to make sure that it's grammatically and correct and right. so publish a calendar. If or, you're really small, you're you're you probably can, but okay. you can work with me. But you can create this. You you know a lot of people that oh it's too expensive. It's not. You know what? Hire a part time employee. Hire an independent contractor, a 1099 employee. Um, you know, make sure you follow all the ten. 99 yes, and there's yes, a of course. Lot we're, of them. Yes, we're in California. Yeah. So, but it, basically, you can do this job if you're a small business. It Maybe it'll take somebody 10, 15 hours a week. Okay. So almost any small business can afford that. There's tons of teachers out there, English students, people who can... Journalism read, majors. Journalism majors who are looking for freelance work. Right. There's a lot of websites. Fiverr, right. F-I-E, is it V-E-R-R, yes. where there's a lot of creative people who are looking for this kind of work who can sit there and, and do some blogs for you, can do some social media, or you could you could hire me to come up with a plan for okay. you and then hire other people to put that Implement plan it. into place. Okay. Because a lot of this is not... It's not hard, but, you know, I was a journalism major, so I, I say, here, do this, here's a format, here's your template, now just go ahead and run with it. Right, because I would think this requires, I know for myself, it requires a editorial calendar. Yes. Right? On this day, I'm blog posting on this, and, and here's kind of the storyline that I want, here's the arc of my voice. I mean, there's, I think there's a, the power is, and, and, I, and this is what I believe, that for small and middle market companies, they can create a voice in the marketplace at a price point they could never do before. They can establish their brand in the marketplace using social media yes. that every bit is as powerful and compelling as the larger competitors. And it's have. so important to 
today, and that's why I'm kind of excited to be here because local is really, really important. the The competitive marketplace has grown tremendously, right? You, you know, I grew up. My dad had a men's clothing store, so in in the neighborhood. This is before malls, so he started in the '50s. So. In the neighborhood, he had this store, and then the malls came, and the neighborhood got bigger, and now the neighborhood is the world. So people looking for men's clothing, they could just as easily order it from China as they can walk into your store. So locally, you have to you have to emphasize what makes you different. Why why should somebody come and shop with you rather than go online and order it from Amazon? And it's not that hard to do if you spend a little time thinking about it, but local is really, really important these days. And local content that's tagged the right way is going to be what brings customers to you. Wow, this is great, Reba. I wish we had some more time. But it sounds like in addition to the editorial professionalism, the journalism aspect of it, the understanding of the technology that is the it's really the the networks now, right? The it channels is. of communication that you can use. Because that's the other thing that some of my clients get confused about is, well, what are the right tools to use today? Because it seems to be evolving in social media. It changes all the time. And it's like I said, all this people negative stuff about Twitter, it's because nobody really understands how people are actually using Twitter. And if people paid attention to that, they could take advantage of that rather than saying, Twitter's not Facebook, and rather than saying, oh, look, it's not the same. So, oh, this is how I can use this medium. And there's all sorts, you know, for local, for, um, if you're a B2B, you should be on LinkedIn. There's just yes. no question about it. So, it's not that hard. Just, if you sit down and, and devote a few hours a week to finding out what you need to know, then you can create sort of templates to fit into this, and then you can go back to running your business because it'll be just a well-oiled right. machine. But on the other side of that, as a CEO or president of your company, you can't give up responsibility for knowing what your company is saying on those channels because it is not unimportant. Right? No, it, it is very important to that how your is brand your, is managed. That's your brand. That's your image. You can't just you know hire you know a twenty year old or a fifty year old and not pay attention. And say here, go do it. That right. is your. It's sort of like think of yourself as the franchise. You're McDonald's. If you've got a bad franchisee, that's not that bad franchisee's point. It's reflecting on McDonald's, and so you don't want to not pay attention. And, and watch your own brand. Right, because a final point on this topic is nothing stays local either, right? No. You can have a bad experience with a franchise in one city, and it can get around the world exactly. very quickly, depending on what that was. Exactly. And, every you know, a lot of companies I've heard, big companies, if you complain to them, they'll look up, they'll look you up on Twitter. And if you have more than a certain number of followers, they'll respond a certain way, wow. which is really bad. Yeah. Um, because they should be treating all, because you also never know, like, I have a, I have like 35,000, but I have a friend who has 200,000, so when I'm mad, I make him post it. <laughs> and he does. He's got a bigger footprint right. than you, exactly. huh? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. This is excellent. So if someone would like to learn more about your firm, Grow Biz, how do they find you online? Um, well, on, we're smallbizdaily.com. Okay. Or you can just email me. I, I get emails all the time. It's Reva, R-I-E-V as in Victor, A, at smallbizdaily.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. I also respond to all my, my mentions on Twitter, and it's just at Reva, R-I-E-V-A. Well, you're in an exciting space. I am. You're creating some, I think, what are very important 
next wave of customer engagement strategies for your clients. So I want to thank you for giving of your time. It's, you're a friend of the program, and you're a part of our community. Thank you, Reva. Well, thank you, Rick. This was great. It was much fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you listening to us either live on octalkradio.net or on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or one of the other sites that we use. You know the goal for this show is to help you, our audience, to make more informed business decisions. And I think from listening to our interview with Reva, that should have happened today. The show is brought to you by our valued advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, TN Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. I'd like to uh, thank you and encourage you to look at our website, Critical Mass for Business, if you'd like to learn more about what we do or maybe suggest a future guest or possibly advertiser for the show. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 